Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Adam Talks. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search for IRA Financial. Today's Adam Talks is a really interesting and I think thought-provoking episode. What I wanted to do today is kind of take the concept of the MBA bubble and look at it and see how it could reflect on our lives and our financial retirement planning. And I think there's a lot of similarities. Uh, so I'm a huge, obviously, MBA fan, huge sports fan. And the last four months have been tough because there's been no sports. Um, so I've been watching a lot of old games, doing a lot of Netflix, uh, Amazon Prime, and just reading a lot. But I definitely miss live sports. So the NBA bubble is obviously a very interesting concept. It's probably what Major League Baseball should have done. Um, they're obviously having tons of trouble now with COVID. The Marlins, which is, I guess, my home baseball team, as I live in Miami, uh, has basically their season's been paused because they have close to 20 players and a few coaches positive with COVID, basically holed up in a hotel in Philly. So could be could be a lot better for uh, the Marlins. So uh, there's reports of, of more teams dealing with COVID. They just recently announced that uh, Cardinals-Brewers games postponed. The Yankees have had some games postponed. The Phillies have had some games postponed. So they got a big mess going on. And I'm not sure how the NFL season is going to happen. Uh, they're starting training camp now, but it just seems like it's going to be another Major League Baseball nightmare having 30 teams crisscross the country, uh, staying at hotels, traveling, airplanes, uh, just staying at home, interacting with tons of people, uh, being on the field, 11 on 11, locker room, 50 or so players, close contact with each other. Just doesn't seem like it's going to happen. So the bubble, it's funny because the bubble, the concept of the bubble actually originated with Major League Baseball, but they never went through with it. So the NBA basically said, hey, it's a pretty good idea. I think we can do it. Yeah, it's easier with an NBA team with only 17 players on a roster versus a baseball team with 30 or so rosters, 30 or so players on the roster. So I understand, but at the end of the day, the bubble's going to be the only hope. So the bubble, basically the NBA, they got 22 teams stuck in Disney and Orlando. They're basically quarantined there. They had to arrive. They got quarantined. They basically can't leave. If you leave, you, you basically are stuck in quarantine hell for like 10 days, stuck in your hotel room. So they're basically forcing people to stick it inside. And so far, so good. They haven't had any positive tests. So a couple of people have had to leave the bubble, but they've come back and they've quarantined. So I'm hopeful that things will be all right with the NBA. Um, so at least we'll have something to watch. But again, just thinking about the concept of the bubble, it got me thinking about my life and my family and you know my financial planning uh, for over the last four or five months. I mean, we basically all have been stuck in a bubble since mid-March, right? We've been dealing with stay-at-home orders, social distancing. You know, my kids have been homeschooled. I'm working from home. My wife's working from home. We've all been in our bubble. I really haven't. I've been to a restaurant once in four months. Okay, um, so I've really managed to stay at home. As, as I think I filled up my car like maybe under th under three times in the last four months, but probably less. Probably like one and a half times. 
in the last four months. I really haven't gone anywhere, mostly because I live in Florida and, and really there's been nowhere to go. The beaches, they've closed the beaches for periods of time. I don't really want to go to a mall. Um, you know, like where am I going? Uh, to wear a mask in a store, I can buy it online. Don't really need anything. I'm not wearing suits, I'm not wearing nice shoes. Um, I'm just wearing kind of same stuff every day, jeans, t-shirt. Sneakers, so don't really need to buy anything. We get food delivered through Instacart. I watch Netflix, Amazon uh, streaming. I get my music through my phone. So I really don't need to go anywhere. Um, I haven't cut my hair in about four months. So it's been okay so far. So we're basically in a bubble and it's got me thinking and I basically have everything I need in this bubble, right? I got my wife, I got my kids, I got five dogs. So. I don't really need much else. As long as I can get food delivered and my roof doesn't cave in, uh, I'm okay. Uh, I can survive. It, it hasn't been great. Obviously, I'd love to go to a restaurant. I'd love to meet some friends at a bar. Love to go to a basketball game or a football game or just kind of grab a coffee and not have to wear a mask and not worrying about catching this virus. But, you know, I've, I've realized what's important and, and, you know, it's kind of solidified my whole financial plan that everything I do is for my family. I go to work. Obviously, I need money to survive. I need money to eat. I need money uh, to pay a mortgage. Uh, but at the end of the day, if I was single, I wouldn't need much. I'd have a, a one bedroom apartment somewhere on the beach, probably paying like a thousand bucks a month. Uh, I'd probably just grab a burger and a beer every night. Like I don't need a lot if I was single. I did it in law school. I did it when I lived in New York as, as a single person. You don't need that much. You kind of get by with, with you know, a slice of pizza and a beer and you're good or a glass of wine. So um, everything I do, I work hard. Obviously, I love what I do. I'm passionate, but it's really for my family. My, my only thing is I want to make sure, God forbid, if I go, uh, my family is taken care of. My kids are taken care of my wife is taken care of. And that's what I lose sleep of. I want to make sure I have enough to provide for my family. And the retirement system is the best way to do that. And I've done hundreds of podcasts about it. I'll do it again because it's just kind of something I got to keep knocking into people's heads because not all of us kind of grasp the power of the retirement system. But it's the best way to generate retirement wealth. It's the best way to retire rich. And it's what we need to do if we want to really provide for a family. Okay. And, and that's what the bubble has showed me is that at the end of the day, I don't need much. I don't need to buy a new shirt. I don't need to buy a new pair of sneakers. Uh, I don't need a suit. I need to make sure my family is okay. That's the only thing that I care about. So, and I've kind of had a good amount of comfort knowing that the way I've saved through a 401k and a retirement account uh, Roth IRA is is the best way because I know I look at even though my portfolio is down um, the last four months I know ultimately where it's going to be and I know I'm positioning myself to do the right thing. So the beauty of retirement system is obviously the power of deferral. Your money grows faster when it's not subject to tax, compounded interest, eighth wonder of the world according to Albert Einstein. It makes total sense, right? Give you the ex a million examples, but here's a few, right? You start at age. 30, you put in $4,000 in a Roth IRA, you go to 72. Let's say you average an 8% rate of return, which is which is good. It's below kind of what you can expect, below average, but it's still good. Um, the average return over the last you know 80 or 90 years is close to 
So 8% is kind of conservative. Assuming you just put in 4,000 bucks, you don't even increase your contribution for increase in wealth or increase in salary. Assuming a 25% tax rate, you'll have $1.314 million at 72. If you didn't a taxable account, you'd have only 746,000. So you almost lose half your money. Another example, let's say you start at 25, okay? We only put in 2,000 a year, okay? The same 8% rate of returns. To keep it simple, you go 25 to 72, you'll have 978,264 in a Roth, only 511, 511,000 in a pre-tax uh, or a taxable account. Okay, and that's only at a 25% tax rate. If you did a 30% tax rate, you would have um, only 450 in a taxable account. Okay, so this is real. This is a legacy that you can leave to your spouse, to your kids. And best of all, if you did this in a Roth IRA, you can pass it on to your spouse at death or to your kids tax-free. Meaning, as long as you have less than 11 point so million dollars in your estate, you're not going to have any estate taxes. If you pass over 72, you can pass the Roth to your spouse. The Roth, your spouse can then take Roth distributions tax-free. If your spouse passes, the money can go to your kids and they can take it out tax-free in 10 years. So you're leaving a legacy, not just to your spouse, but to your kids. And if you have enough money, which I'm expecting to have, you can actually leave it to their kids as well. So this could be like a generational legacy that you can do just by saving in the retirement system. And you could do it in a very tax-efficient manner if you did it in a Roth because your kids would not have any tax and neither would your spouse on any distributions. So with tax rates definitely going up, no matter who wins the election, forget about 2021. I mean, in the next 10 years, we can expect tax rates will be higher uh, than they are today. Uh, just it's, we've printed $3 trillion in stimulus cash in the last five months or so. So we're going to have to pay for it. Uh, Biden's already said that he's going to raise taxes, uh, not just on the wealthy. It's going to be across the board. Capital gains increase. They'll, they'll be increased probably in state taxes, um, franchise taxes. There, who knows? Could even be a sales tax, like a, a value-added tax of that, like Canada and the Europe has. So all that stuff's on the table. Um, I'm not just talking, like I said, the next four years, the next ten to twelve years. Um, it's possible that we're, we're looking at a higher tax environment. So if you have more money in a tax-free account like a Roth, you're going to be a lot uh, richer, a lot happier when you get access to that money. So again, just taking a look at the Orlando bubble, uh, I've kind of looked at everything, put my life in perspective and said, okay, I got what I need, my family, my dogs, uh, I got my health, I got food delivered, scotch and wine delivered, like I'm good. I don't need anything else, okay? Yeah, I'd love to kind of go out and socialize my friends and just get on an airplane and go to Europe and have a vacation, that would be great, but I'm okay, I could survive. My only care is my kids and my wife. I wanna make sure they're, they're gonna be okay. Um, that's what I've realized. And kind of like the MBA in a bubble, you kind of have a lot of time to sit back and, and think of what's important. You're, you're not busy. Uh, really out there socializing and getting spoiled with kind of all our society needs, you're really kind of at the end of the day, just really focused on what's important. And, and obviously the only thing I care about is making sure my wife and my kids have what they need uh, to have a good life. So I am fortunate. Uh, I've been thinking about retirement, financial planning 
as a tax lawyer for 20 years, um, since the first day I started working in a law firm, I, my father told me, I don't care what you save. You can, you're in New York City, you're partying, you're chasing girls, you're having fun. Just max out your 401k. You, you can spend the rest of your money if you have to. Just max out your 401k every year. And I've been doing that since 2001. So um, plus I'm doing obviously you know, Roth IRAs as well. Plus, I've been able to save some personal money. But just if you take away any personal savings and just focus on my retirement savings, uh, I will have a few million dollars if so long as I don't die before 72. I will have a few million bucks uh, at, at 72. It's just it's simple math. Um, and it's just based off similar um, calculations that I've done and just showed you. Uh, the numbers grow faster when they're not subject to tax. So at some point, I'm going to transfer all that money to Roth. I'm doing it slowly not all in Roth now. I do all my 401k contributions in Roth now, but I have money from 10 years or so when I was a practicing attorney in New York City that the plans I had did not offer Roths for whatever reason. So everything was pre-tax. So I'm working on converting that year by year so I don't take a huge tax hit, but that's my plan. So that when I hit 72, I'm gonna have everything in a Roth and my spouse and my kids will have whatever I have personally, but whatever I have in my Roth, they're going to have that tax-free. So that's going to hopefully give them 20 or 30% more than they'd have because there would be no tax on that income. And it's growing without tax. So it's kind of like a double bonus, right? My money's growing without tax and my kids or my wife can use it without paying any tax um, down the road. So that's my focus. This bubble thing is really, I think, been positive. If you can take a silver lining from this horrible... COVID. I mean, we lost around 150,000 people so far. This is, you know, early August, 2020, you know, 20 plus million unemployed, furloughed, uh, lost their jobs. It's been just a horrific, tragic, uh, depressing last four months. I mean, I, I, I'm a very positive person and I, I've, this is the hardest uh, kind of experience I've had to endure um, in my lifetime. This is, you know, crazy stuff. Um, yeah, my grandparents endured the Holocaust. My grandfather lost most of his family in the Holocaust. So I, I'm not equating it to wars or, or things like that. But it's been tough uh, because we, we've lost 150,000 people. It's a, it's a hell of a lot of people in four months. And, um, you know, it's a, countless people have also uh, had their lives totally up, uprooted uh, because of the pandemic. So it's it's been just very, very disturbing. So trying to look at a silver lining or some positives. And, and again, I've really been able to formulate some really strong relationships with my kids. I've always been a super hard worker. I'd be in the office at nine. I wouldn't be home till seven, usually some nights longer. So I really didn't get to see my kids a lot. Weekends, yes. But during the week, no. They would have school, after-school programs. Maybe I'd pick them up after a basketball game at seven or 7.30 at the gym and then kind of talk to them on the car ride home and they'd be tired. I'd be tired. I'd eat dinner. They'd be going to bed and I'd get maybe an hour with them. So I've spent, you know, 24 hours straight with them, which is awesome. Uh, we've really bonded. I have two boys, 10 and six and a half. And yeah, we, we play basketball, we play video games. We hang out, listen to hip hop music. And, you know, they tell me what I should listen to and they know more about what's going on in the hip hop scene than I do. Um, it's been fun. And so I, I'm really fortunate that I've been able to work from home and thank God for that. 
and everyone's been healthy and we've been able to survive this pandemic. So I've, again, just realized that, hey, that's my goal. When I go to work every day, uh, it's not for me. It's for my wife. It's for my kids. I need to make sure I can provide for them. That is my only responsibility as a father, as a husband. If it was for me, I'd be fine on basically a thousand bucks a month. I can probably survive. I've done it you know, through, through college and uh, law school. So I know I can survive with, with less. I don't need to work as hard. I'm not doing it for myself. I'm doing it because I love working. I love preaching the power of the retirement system. I love talking to the entire self-directed retirement nation, keeping you guys informed on what's going on in the self-directed retirement world. And obviously, I want to make sure I can save money for my family. Um, and again, I really, truly believe, and so does Albert Einstein, and so on as Warren Buffett, that the best way to save for all of us is the retirement system. The government is giving all of us a golden ticket. The system, believe it or not, is rigged in our favor. Hard to believe, but the government is actually rigging the system in our favor because we're so pathetic that they have to do it in order to encourage us to save because we, as Americans, love to spend money. So they actually have to rig the system and basically give us all a winning lottery ticket that we just need to cash in in order to incentivize to save and still close to 50% of this country doesn't have any retirement savings, which is just mind-boggling and, and crazy. Um, not everyone's fault, right? It's A lot of it's education. A lot of people don't have access to a, a plan at work. They don't understand what an IRA is. Obviously, people have student loans. People have debt. People have medical bills. I know it's tough. It's awful out there for millions of Americans. But the retirement system, again, and I'll, I'll leave you with one last example. Okay, let's say at 25, you just save a dollar a day. Okay, it's $365 a year till 72, 8% rate of return. You just stick the money in an S&P 500. Forget about it. Okay, you'll have $178,000 when you're 72. Okay, not, I'm, I'm not saying you're you know, Jeff Bezos or anything or Warren Buffett. You're not worth billions of dollars. Okay, but it's basically free money. You turn $17,155 of contributions from 25 to 72 into $178,000 of tax-free income, okay? And even if it's in an IRA, regular IRA, it's still been growing tax-deferred. So that's just a dollar a day from 25. Let's say you put in $3 a day, okay? So you get 1,095, right? Start at 25 to 72. Hey, now you got 535,000, okay? So hey, now, now you got some money. At 72, 535,000 bucks lying in an account, you're rich. Okay, you can buy your kids a house. You can live off that money, even if you take six percent away of that. You know, it's thirty grand. You can live off that. You add your social security, some other savings, and yeah, you got fifty, sixty grand a year. You can live off in retirement. Okay, this is real. This is important. This is stuff that it will provide a safety net to your family. God forbid there's medical issues, there's bankruptcy, there's financial difficulties. You will have this cash available for you. Okay, so if the NBA bubble is, is can teach me, um, let it be a lesson for all of us that we should focus on what's important. And the only thing that should be important to all of us is our family. Uh, friends are great. Uh, friends come and go. Uh, I always say, you know, I, my, I lost my parents in an early age. And at the end of the day, who goes to visit them in the cemetery? It's me and my sister, right? The friends, maybe they went the first few years, but... They haven't gone back. It's just, and I don't blame them, but friends are not family. Okay. Um, when you leave this earth, generally the only people thinking about you are your, 
BD family, okay, parents, children, spouse, maybe daughter-in-law, son-in-law. Yeah, some, some friends are super, super important and become like family, and that's great. But for the most of us, we only can really rely on our family. So our responsibility, all of us, whether you're a dad, a mom, a kid, a grandparent, is to make sure you have enough money to take care of your family. That's our sole responsibility. And guess what? The retirement system is the best way we can do that. It's just, no matter if you're a Democrat, Republican, no matter your color, your skin, no matter your religion, no matter where you live, it works because it's based off math. It's based off deferral. Your money grows faster when it's not subject to tax. Again, don't trust me. Trust Albert Einstein. He's a lot smarter than me and he figured this out. So get on, get on board. When you're watching NBA games, if you like basketball, kind of think about the bubble. You know, and, and then try to equate it to your life and say, okay, I got my own home. My home is my bubble. I can't really go anywhere. Everything's pretty much closed. I got to wear a mask. I got my family here. I got maybe my cat, my dogs. That's all I should care about. And when I'm thinking about planning and thinking about my future and thinking about leaving a legacy for my spouse and for my children and their children, that is what you should be thinking about. And the retirement system is one important way that will let you get there and leave a lasting legacy when you leave this earth and your spouse, your kids can be like, wow, I can't believe he left us, she left us all that money. Wow, what an amazing person. Look how much she saved. What a smart person. Trust me, that's what they'll say um, because it's not, it's not that it's hard to save. It's just, it is hard to save. <laughs> it's, there's a lot of great financial tools and, and apps that let saving, make saving super easy. But it's hard to do it, especially in this society where we preach consumption. We're the land of plenty. We can buy things on our phone and our bed. We can order anything on Amazon and Walmart. And you can freaking order a dog and buy a car and pretty much buy anything you want, a bride, a uh, husband uh, on the internet. Uh, but it's hard to save. It's hard to keep that money in your pocket and, and invest it and, and say, you know what? I'm gonna think about that bubble. I'm gonna think about my family. I'm not gonna maybe buy that expensive pair of Gucci shoes, or I'm not going to spend this on this lawnmower this year. I'm going to take that 500 bucks or 800 bucks. I'm going to throw it into a retirement account. And I'm going to think about my bubble, my family, my kids, my dogs, and make sure that that money will grow for them. Because that's at the end of the day, all we can do is make sure our families are taken care of. You know, my Grandparents did that for my parents. My parents did that for me. That's my only goal is to do that for my kids. I pray if I do a good job as a dad that they will do that for their kids and it will just go on and on. It's, it's about the family um, infrastructure, uh, the network. And again, the bubble showed me that. So when you're watching NBA games, just kind of think about being in your own bubble. Think about taking care of your family and uh, providing for your family. And, and if you haven't done so, or you haven't done enough, it's not too late. Make that contribution safe. I don't care where you invest. I don't sell investments. I don't, I don't, it doesn't, I'm just trying to help you guys. Okay. I don't sell products. I don't sell mutual funds. I don't care if you buy stocks. You don't need to set up an IRA or a 401k with me. I don't care. Okay. Just save. Go to Wells Fargo, go Bank America, go to Fidelity, Schwab. I don't care. Just start. And if you're doing it already, congratulations. Just keep going. And every time you want to deviate 
Think about the bubble. Think about your spouse. Think about your kids and their kids and just make that sacrifice. It's a minor sacrifice. Like I always give the example, and I've said it in one of my books, you know, my grandparents came from Europe. My mom was born in Germany after World War II. My grandparents spoke no English. Okay, They, they came to Canada. My grandmother said she cried for three months because all she saw was snow. She was so depressed. And, not, and they came in 1948. And they came with literally two suitcases. They didn't speak a word of English. And that's a sacrifice with a, with a young baby, okay? And had to find a job. My grandfather worked in restaurants and you know, basically in laundromats, okay? Just to put food on the table. Um, that's a sacrifice, okay? Putting $2 away in your IRA or a dollar away is not a sacrifice. We all can do that. And again, if you think about your bubble, think about your family, it's worth it, okay? And even if you can't do a dollar every day, do a dollar every two days. If you have to... Take a month off, fine. Just go back the next month. If you got to take a year off, okay. Go back the next year. Just don't give up and always realize that the retirement system is rigged in our favor and will help you generate real wealth for your bubble. So really appreciate you guys listening. Thanks for all your support. Subscribe if you haven't already. It's a weekly podcast. Um, I also want to just spend a few minutes talking about some new podcast that I'm doing. One's called AdBits. If you're a self-directed retirement investor, it's this is a great podcast for you. You can check it out on Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud. Just type in AdBits, um, A-D-B-I-T-S, and you'll get a tidbit of knowledge each week on a specific self-directed retirement topic. 15, 20-minute, um, really good podcast. And then there's a third podcast I'm super excited about called AdMail that's just launching. And basically, each week I'll go through three or so of the best emails that I receive from clients. And it breaches mostly self-directed retirement tax investment topics. So if you are a part of the self-directed retirement nation, definitely check it out because I think you'll find these um, questions and answers uh, relevant. I think you'll you'll learn a lot from it. So um, because I got the smartest clients out there. My self-directed retirement clients are the best. Um, I got the biggest IRAs. I got IRAs worth over $100 million. I got the smartest clients um, because they know we're the best at doing this and they want to work with the best and I want to work with the best. So the questions we get are really smart and really good. So again, if you're interested in self-directed retirement investments and kind of want to piggyback off some knowledge and some questions your fellow self-directed retirement investors are interested in, check out AdMail. Um, besides that, be safe, be healthy, wear masks, uh, social distance, stay in your bubble, take care of your family, kiss your kids, your spouse, your dogs. Uh, it's time we all realize what's important. Um, anyways, be well and until next time.